Hello, you're listening to Dead and Road TV. This is the Dead and Road Show. I'm your host, Bill. Joining me again is Ian. For the second episode in a row. Um, excited to talk about all the hot topics of the day, uh, including the what looks like the 2011 NHL free agency. <laughs> yes, nobody is going to give a shit whatsoever. Um, but I couldn't believe that it has been 10 years since Yager watch. Uh, yeah. When I, when I saw that in the show notes, I was just hit with a, a wave of nostalgia. I know. I was like, oh, the name Peter's Voboda. Like it just sends a whole like ripple. It really does. I remember being on Twitter back then and I had like an entire I don't know what they they called them like groups or like tags but I had an entire like thing just dedicated to Yager Watch the hashtag for yeah. all the news streaming in yeah it was it was wild okay so I, I, I need to explain this because nobody's gonna know anything about this this is no this is there's, such there's a, not a chance this is such a small insular thing to like not even People that follow like Pittsburgh sports probably even like know the entirety of this whole thing. Forced your hand to start off the show with this so that any listeners that we did have would just lose immediately. I know, I know. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? We don't we don't have to start with this. No, no, it's no. Up to you. I put it I put it I put it in the top <laughs> so that's that's on that's on me. Um But yeah, ten years to the day, because we're recording this on July first, twenty twenty one. So <laughs> Okay. So let's start with the basics, I guess. Uh Yaramir Yager was a uh well, he still is. He's a Czechoslovakian uh, hockey player. Uh, he's a superstar. He's a friggin' badass. Um, he, he's one of the best to ever play. Uh, he was a longtime Pittsburgh Penguin. Uh, he helped them win two cups back to back in '91 and '92. Um, and he was just uh, he carried the team through Mario Lemieux's both retirements um and uh through some dark dark years until uh he was he was on the team for like almost as long as mario then uh he well he definitely had more games played than mario uh because of all mario's injuries um yeah he 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 was the captain for many years because of mario's uh, various retirements, you know, two, um, yeah, he was there th- through some rough times and he really put the team on his back. Um, and then him leaving him, th- them trading Yager away was signaled the, the deep dark ages that did not end until they drafted Sidney Crosby. So, um, He's a Pittsburgh legend, um, and at the time, in 2011, he was playing. Uh, was he playing in the KHL? Or was it Czechoslovakia at the time? Um, Say, I believe. 
I want to get this right. I need to get the facts right. You mentioned um, this is not this is like semi-related, really. But you mentioned Mario in ninety-one, ninety-two. Yeah. Um, I saw a stat yesterday that um the the playoffs that nikita kucherov is having right now he's leading the nhl in, in points during the playoffs and he led last year as well so two years in a row mm -hmm. it's the first time that's happened since mario in in those two years 91 92 so 30 years yeah it's, yeah absolutely nuts um yeah so he was playing uh in czechoslovakia um, okay so yeah, so there well, were, where was he traded to after Pittsburgh? After Pittsburgh, uh, Capitals. He was traded to Washington. Right, that's right. For friggin' peanuts, it was a terrible deal, just an awful deal. He was traded for like Chris Beach and uh, some other, just just absolute bums. Um, terrible deal, and the Penguins sucked. Just the absolute darkest, darkest days of the franchise. So they were, were they on the verge of relocation again around that time? Yes, that was when, that was whenever they were going to relocate was because like after the they were on the verge. Yeah, they were on the verge before they drafted Mario, correct? And then yeah, he had to come out of retirement to save them a second time. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah, that's unbelievable. That's like. I don't think anybody has had a greater impact on a sports franchise than Mario Lemieux, right? I mean, it's no, it's he, remarkable. He was he owned the team and was playing for them at one point. Yeah, like that's yeah, never that's never happened in major professional sports, like North American professional sports, ever. Right. Um. But anyway, back to Yager. Yeah. So so 2011, he was playing in the Czech Republic. Um. And so all these rumors started swirling about how he wanted to make a return to the NHL because he was, like, getting bored, you know. The competition wasn't as high over in Europe. Um, and he wanted to make a return to the NHL. And so then, boom, that was Yager Watch. Bring him back. Bring him back. Bring him back home. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, The rumors were, they got so crazy that um, people were tracking flights from Czechoslovakia to Pittsburgh International. People were waiting at the airport to see if he would show up. So, so yeah, people were people were like waiting at the airport. There was a whole thing where people were like, "What?" There were like ducks on the airport. People were watching the ducks at the airport. It was like this bizarre spectacle. Um, Why were they watching the ducks? Because there was nothing else to do at the airport. Oh, like, like sure. It was just like... <laughs> no, I I get it. Yeah. Uh and so. I think the Penguins might have said they were in, they like they said that they were interested in him. Um so that fueled the whole thing. Um there were other teams interested. 
Uh, and so it was July 1st. July 1st is usually in non-pandemic years or lockout years or whatever is is free agency day in the NHL. That's like the big day. Um, so the day before, I guess, it would be like the early, late night, July 30th, or June 30th, rather, um, uh, a fan blog, the Penn's blog, classic uh, fan site, somehow... Somehow, I don't know how they got it. They got a hold of his agent's number. Um, this is uh, Peter Svoboda, right? Peter Svoboda, who was his agent. He was a former player. He played in the NHL for like 15 years. Um, he was his agent. If I remember um, correctly, I could be wrong about this, but wasn't the Pens blog doing like a... A live stream as well they were during doing, this? They were doing a live podcast. A live podcast, that's right. At the time, they somehow got his phone number and decided to call him on the air <laughs> to ask him <laughs> about what the hell was going on with Yager Watch. And he answered and... Well, after I think after uh, several attempts, because I think they kept getting voicemail, and the voicemail was like, "This is the inbox of Peter Svoboda," and it just kept replaying that, and they kept calling, they kept calling, and I think he finally answers, and he says like, "What? Who? Who are you? Why are you calling at nine p.m.? Have some respect," and it was the most bizarre thing in the world that they even had his that got his number called this dude and that he was like an agent for a major uh, star coming to return to the NHL on like the eve of free agency and he was in bed at nine it was Incredible. Wasn't there a quote from him? Like, didn't he end up saying something? Do you remember? Um. Yeah. He was. He. I think he got pissed off at like Pittsburgh media in general, which he lumped them in with, even though they were just like a fan site. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh. So, long story short, uh, Yager did not sign with the Penguins again. So yeah, Yager did not sign with the Penguins. Uh, he signed with the Fly. Yeah, he signed with the Flyers, um, because That's the right. the Penguins gave him like an 11 a.m. deadline or something. So yeah, he signed with their rival, the Flyers. Um, and it was just it was it was uh, a big bummer. Yager watch ended in complete uh, tragedy, really. Build up, uh, and then the worst possible outcome. Pretty much, yeah. What a memorable podcast. Yeah, it was, it was a wild, it was a wild time. Just like staying up, yeah, trying to see what would happen. It was like people were literally tracking flights and stuff. I, I, I still don't understand how they got that dude's phone number. Oh, it was like public or something. 
yeah, the, the Pence blog in its you know in its in its prime was a very entertaining website. It was. They might still exist in some form or another, but um, yeah, back in like the early 2010s, that was that was the place to be if you were following the Pence. Yeah, they were. They got wild with stuff. But yeah, every game day, those game day posts. That was what you read pregame. Really great stuff. Um, yeah, there's really nothing that that rivals <laughs> that rivals this story for me that I've encountered as far as like off season sports. No, I can't think of anything. There... I mean, the closest thing was just the the madness around uh, as as a New York Jets fan, the madness around Brett Favre coming out of retirement and and that whole. That whole ordeal where eventually he signs with the Jets of, of all teams. That was all pretty crazy. It was, yeah. And then proceeds to like play through an arm injury and, and ruins their chances at a, a playoff spot because of it, but <laughs> not gonna not gonna get into that. Yeah. The only other thing, like during those Penguins years, all their trade deadlines and off seasons were pretty wild. Like nothing topped Yager watch, but like just a couple of years later, they were in on the Parise sweepstakes. Um, and, like, people thought that they were tampering because he was friends with Sid. And Sid might have been talking to him. Um, Do that? Yeah, it was... But that worked Wait, out. So, so, like, if you're, if you're in negotiations, you can't talk with another player that's on a different team i don't remember what the nhl rules are specifically yeah like it wasn't even like confirmed that he was either it was just like hey they're friends you know yeah i mean he ended up going to his hometown team so it's yeah, like there's yeah. gonna be some personal reason in it usually yeah it wasn't it wasn't even like apparently they weren't even all that close in the end yeah but they were they were like a team in on it um, and it was a winger for Sid back in the winger for Sid days. Uh, right. So. Yeah. So I guess that's uh, our 10 minutes of hockey talk. Uh, I guess that's how we open the show now. Um, <laughs> did you want to? Well, I guess it would be sort of out of date by the time this goes up. But last night's game, did you have anything to say about last night's game? It was game two of the Stanley Cup final. It was just a bummer. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know what's up with Price. He looked... He just looked off the whole game. He did He did look off. And uh, it's frustrating to see that because the Montreal offense was, was dominating for a good portion of that game. Yeah, they were... They, were, they had a lot of pressure, especially in that mm -hmm. second period. Um... Yeah, I mean, they spent almost the entire second period in the offensive zone. Um, I mean, it would have been interesting if Price was getting a lot of action on his end because he just did not, like you said, he just didn't look right. Yeah, like that, That was it the second goal where it was, he was kind of screened, but like it wasn't a tip. It just sort of, yeah. he just sort of whiffed on it, which yeah, is really unlike him. Um, very unlike him, yeah. Especially this year. So mm -hmm. it was, yeah. Uh, they they they're not built for you know putting up four, so they can't kind of play that game. They need him to pretty much stop everything. Uh, yeah, they really shot. don't. 
they really don't come from behind. Yeah. I think I saw a stat where before the, going into the series, they ha- I could be wrong about this, but going into the series, I don't think they'd given up first period goal or, or either that or they hadn't been losing at the end of a first period through the first three rounds. There was there was something crazy where like they if they had a lead, they didn't lose or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So they definitely they're not they're not built to as a play, play from behind. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't even the the superstars scoring for Tampa either. You know, it wasn't Sam Coast and Kucherov and Point. Right. In <laughs> fact, it was it was the uh, Nick Suzuki line was outplaying the Braden Point line pretty much the entire game. Yeah, but they're just so, so it's deep. Just a, like they they are. Tampa they is are. the best team they've played. Obviously, uh, I just I just can't help but think <laughs> if the Penguins just had replacement level goaltending mm-hmm. just i don't know if they would have beat tampa but i feel they, like they could have could have beaten boston i that boston team i close. think they could have beat yeah that boston especially team was with beat um up. yeah they were beat up i think rask was injured yeah but yeah tampa would have been a very interesting series and and seeing seeing the way that these all these goalies like that have made it this far have played. Pen, pens are in trouble if they stick with Jari. Or or one hundred percent. Or DeSmith. DeSmith cannot play like that either. Uh no, not on a nightly basis. Not as a number one. No. It's like you can you can win games in the regular season like that, but like these playoff goalies, they are they steal games. Jari has not stolen a game in his entire career. Uh it's just, yeah. It's, yeah, like like uh, Vasilevsky was had a nine forty save percentage last series. Nine forty. It's it's mind boggling. It's these and numbers. I, and I know he's like a top three, top two goalie in the league, but like, come on, you need you need somebody that can steal games for you. Yeah, or at least allow your stars to to win them right you yeah. know yeah if you're if you, yeah we they just need it they would have beat the islanders if they had replacement level but definitely Ugh. but yeah the, the <laughs> tampa had such an e- a relatively easy walk yeah i mean carolina i think was was probably their their toughest uh I mean, they did. did they, they went seven against the Islanders, right? So that was a tough series too. But yeah, I guess I don't think they played the. They 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 underestimated the Islanders. They didn't play them properly. I don't think. Yeah. Um. They played too loose. But yeah, like when you think about what these matchups could have been, um, th- their route was definitely favorable. Mm-hmm. It's not over yet, you know, it's going back to, to Montreal, but by the next, you know, by the time uh, this podcast is posted, the series could be looking a bit different, um, or it could be practically over. They don't They don't have a chance unless Price gets, like, shuts them out. I don't think. Yeah. He's yeah, got. based gotta, on what we saw last night. He's yeah. got to steal two, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just too deep. And they've been taking yeah, they way really too are. many penalties. 
you can't you can't put Tampa on the power play. No, they have like a like nearly forty percent conversion rate in the playoffs. It's, it's nuts. It's, it's ridiculous. If Kucherov doesn't beat you, points gonna beat you, or Stamkos is gonna beat you. Like, <laughs> yep, they're too good. Yeah, I mean, they really are. Uh, for Montreal on the Montreal side, like after Game One, it seemed like a lot of their younger players had adjusted to like being in the Stanley Cup Final. Yeah, there were um, some nerves. Like, there were some nerves. Definitely, and it, it seemed like I mean Suzuki had a really strong night. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Caulfield looked a lot better than he did in Game One. So, oh God, Sportsnet—they got new footage of him uh, tapping a ball in the air with a stick. Oh, new footage. New footage. I, but like, okay, <laughs> cool. Because they've been showing him do that throughout the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, I'll take that over what NBC has been showing. Um, because I still do the thing where I have the NBC broadcast on, but I will sync up the radio. Right. Because of Pierre Maguire. Yeah. And uh, so I'm watching the NBC broadcast and like they are obsessed with blood. Blood? They just with blood. Yes. Like Brendan Gallagher's face was all messed up because of oh, that high shot stick. he took. Yeah. Uh, the high stick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they, they, sh- they cut to that a ton in the beginning. And then there were some high sticks throughout the game that drew blood and they kept going in on them over and over. I think the first high stick, uh, they showed the replay I'm not exaggerating, like close to 10 times in a row. <laughs> Why? It was it was ridiculous. Yeah, I saw it once because they were checking for blood and like that was it. So because it was the four minute. Yeah, they, they zoomed in on his on his glove with the spot of blood on it where he was showing the ref like they are just <laughs> they are pushing the, you know, hockey is is brutal and and, you know, the whole fighting. Yeah. Scrappy narrative like NBC really wants to, to highlight that. And I'm not really a big fan. Well, I think it it was the last game on NBC Sports, like ever. Um, That's right, because the rest of the games are going to be on regular NBC. Yeah, yeah. So at least there's yeah, so at, le- least at least there's, there's that. that. But I mean, it's the same yeah. crew. True. It's just a different channel number. Yeah. Um, so th- there's light at the end of the tunnel. Unfortunately, that light is ESPN. <laughs> so. <Yeah. laughs> Well, you take what you can get. Yeah, I know. Oh, well. Uh, so that was ho- hockey minute. Um, I have a VTuber update if we want to touch on that real quick. Yeah. I just see the word Muppets, and I'm curious. Yeah, so so um, last week my brother, he heard me talking about VTubers through the thin walls of the house. Um and so I guess this is almost like, I don't know, listener mail, kind of, because he sent, sent a message while we were recording uh, that I didn't read until after we were done. Um, and let me see if I want to get his exact wording right. So let me pull that up. Um, oh, yeah, you really want to do justice by, by our one fan. You want to exactly, exactly. make sure you get it right. Okay, he said, uh, the philosophical implications of VTubing. Uh, it's like if Jim Henson was a pervert. Now... I want to get into this because this was something that I was already considering in my mind. I was formulating a way to talk about it, and I didn't get to touch on it during our 45 minutes on VTubers uh, last time. Um, I was already thinking about them as Muppets, kind of. They're Muppety. 
um just the, the the way that they're like exaggerated um you know the 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 over the top reactions to things the 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 uh flamboyant movements so yeah so i was already thinking that like these characters are basically already muppets okay and and the the performer behind them is sort of like a puppeteer um the sure. The way the way a lot of them do things with, um, like there's one that like draws like crude hands, where, like the character's hands would be because like their model doesn't have like articulated hands. So like there's just these crudely drawn hands. Like if they're if uh, she's playing Mario Kart, she draws a little steering wheel in front of her, so it looks like she's actually driving. Things like yeah. that. They 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 look like little Muppet characters, and the way that they are uh excited about things and like react to things and like just kind of flail their bodies around in this like uh excitable but yet stiff and stilted way um it just reminds me of the muppets um like just yeah, i can see that let's just, like kermit the frog frog like flailing around um sure so i had already had this idea and then that's what my brother had sent he said it's like if jim henson was a pervert so uh, I mean that that makes as much sense to me as like you know an animated character with a voiceover. Like that's as much of a parallel as as that is. Right. Um. So then the other one last thing was um I was up at six a.m. for some unknown reason. Um. And so the one the one vtuber that's graduating which means she's done and they're retiring the character it was her last day and she there's this big stream or whatever so her stream was the top trend on twitter and there were 500,000 people watching on youtube wow half a million people uh and this is like early morning hours for U.S. And there were still that many people watching. That's cool. Um, it makes me wonder why this character is leaving. Right. Well, there there was some there was something about um, Chinese. Um, I don't know how to explain it. Some kind of controversy with China. Um, because she said something about Taiwan like a year ago or something. So she was getting attacked, like getting attacked by Chinese. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if they were like, cause they weren't actually viewers, but just like Chinese trolls, I guess. Um, so that was apparently a very stressful thing. I don't know the full story. So did you tune into this stream? I did. I did. Because I was like, well, what else am I going to do if I'm up this early? And I think I I think I caught like near the beginning of it through like the end. Um, and it was it was mostly her like. Talking to the entire cast uh, through like they're 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 separated by generations like almost like goddamn pokemon 
um, of like when they're introduced. So it's like Gen 1, Gen 2, whatever. Um, right. And so she was talking to them in like a like panel style and like they're reminiscing about memories and times that they've had and shared together. Um, and she's whatever being silly and dancing around. And then at the end she does, uh, a few songs with her generation and they're all crying and they have letters that they're reading to her. And, uh, you know, and she's like telling them not to be sad and all this shit. Um, and then she, uh, waves goodbye and then that was it. <laughs> that was it uh yeah it's just very very strange what did the stream go on for um that was probably like an hour and a half that I caught I don't know how much like I didn't you know before I started watching it how long it was um Yeah, so that's like, I mean, you know, this is someone who is a character, person behind the character that's captured, uh, you know, it's resonated with a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, apparently. Um, but yeah, those are some serious numbers. I, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. It was like when, when you had 500k written down, I thought like, okay, so probably Twitch, right? Because that, you know, you usually see. If something's really huge, you'll see like that kind of number on Twitch. But YouTube, I mean, that's right. Like YouTube isn't really known for its its live streams. And the crazy thing is, is that um, I didn't think YouTube was even like um, the main thing for uh, like Japanese viewership because they have Nico Nico, which is like their Twitch or uh, their well, kind of their Twitter slash YouTube equivalent. Um, but yeah, they're on YouTube and, uh, this entire like company's, uh, cast is, is on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was interesting also was that, um, I, 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 it's hard to tell if it was pre-recorded or if they were really doing, um, but they had, uh, English captions for the, um, for like the panel part, um, so I have a feeling it was probably pre-recorded because that'd be a lot easier. It's uh, really cool though. Yeah, it was. Um, so it was actually, you know, I could follow it, um, and that was up until the song, like the you know the concert portion. Um, so I, 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 that part I guess was live, and then the panel stuff was probably pre-recorded, if I had to guess. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I don't know for sure. I don't know how it works. But um, it clearly an elaborate setup. Um, because I know they have like different modes. Um, so like whenever they're doing streams, presumably like from their home or whatever, it's like they're not two D, but they're like station. They're stationary and they have limited movement. You know. Um, yeah. And they like they only have like one. I guess pose or whatever, like which is just them sitting, you know. Um, but then they, whenever they do a 3D stream, it seems like they're at a studio because they have a camera that's able to follow them. So it seems like there's like a camera operator um, and like a bigger space to do things and somebody that's clearly operating the different scenes. So it seems like a much bigger production. So like the, they have to be at a studio. 
Um, and so that was the great kind of kind of see the Japanese like resources come into play. Right, right, yeah. So it, so that this was obviously one of those like this big you know thing. Uh, like they're on a virtual stage doing these dance numbers and songs and all this shit. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's it's just wild stuff. Um, it's to, to like to like, to like see six in the morning. Yeah, yeah, and they're, and they're doing like J-pop songs, you know. Sure. Um, and it's just, it's just like crazy to see them go like all. I've seen clips of them like doing shit in GTA, and then all of a sudden they're doing these, you know, like this th this one that's retiring or whatever, uh, can do like backflips and shit. Uh, <laughs> so it's just like okay, cool, <laughs> you know, like. I don't know. It's it's wild stuff. Um, You're in it now. You are in this community. I mean, you you watched this entire or most of this entire send off. So yeah, I guess. I mean, there's just there's there's a lot there's like an entire cast of them. I don't even know how many. Like they kept doing panels of like four or five. There was five generations. So like well, that's what twenty five of them. Uh. Plus the ones from Indonesia and the English ones. So that's, I guess, like 35. I have to look up the VOD for this because I have not seen any of these really high production value uh, broadcasts. Yeah, I'll, I'll, get, you, I'll, really get, I'll get you the link. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it's uh, just a lot going on with it. Um, so that's this week's VTuber update, too. Jeez. Uh, what do we want to move and do next? Uh, you skipped over my my new segments. Oh, did I? Oh, well, once again, yeah. Oh, which oh. it's fine, honestly. But you you know why? It's because that's like the shortest sentence in the entire thing. Yeah, and we weren't right into the hockey. So, uh, yeah, if you got some new segments, we can just. Uh, yeah, so I, you know, I wrote Throw these down. I wrote these down before I came on the show for the first time, before last week's episode. Sure. So I, I came up with some some ideas for for new segments. This was like, I mean, this you know, this was done not much later than six a.m. on the day that I I did it. Mm -hmm. uh, it was it was before coffee as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, you mean you don't get your day started by watching some uh, virtual J-pop? Not yet, but you know, we'll see. After I watch this, uh, <laughs> after I, you know, you send me the link, I might, I might get into it. Yeah. But um, but yeah. So if you if you want uh, want me to pitch you some some segment ideas here. Yeah, fire them at me. I I need new fresh ideas. Clearly, I'm well, running I, out because I'm going back to the the VTuber well. So. Yeah, I mean, I I, I can't say that these are exactly fresh, but um. All right, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Uh, so the first one, it's kind of a funny coincidence with the first one here. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a mailbag, right? Because right, like yeah. you know, every podcast has has a mailbag segment. Mm -hmm. um, but then I was thinking like, you know, the listenership might not be quite where it needs to be for like a proper. <laughs> sure. Yes. Yes. A proper mailbag. So I thought in the meantime, you could just share what you got in the mail. And. <laughs> Little did I know that last <laughs> that I, week you were I going did. to 
talk about your Fortnite postcards. <laughs> That's so funny. you beat me to it. That's really yeah, funny. you beat me to it. You know, well, well, um, um the funny thing about that also is, um, because uh, you're you're uh, now famously you have not listened to any episodes, um, we would give out the uh, the email address. Uh, so if anybody wanted to send something in, they were welcome to do so. And I, since I didn't write it in the thing um, last time and also this time, I forgot about it. Um, You're telling me my first segment pitch was already a segment on the show? I But th- no, the problem is that nobody listens to the show. So yeah. And the, and the three people that do, nobody emails. <laughs> so right. so uh, there it could be a segment. It's just that uh, there's no material for it. Um, I need Epic to send me more uh, junk mail. Um, but if anybody would like to send anything into the show, uh, they can email us at video at deadandroad.co and, uh, we can actually fire up that segment for real. <laughs> awesome. I feel like if you had a proper mailbag, even if it was just like one, right? Just like, just one, which I guess we did have today with the, um, with a funny comment from your brother, but like, yeah, that would make it feel like we've, we've made it somewhere. I know? think so too. The other, I've also had this idea for a long time. Um, for some reason, my website gets a lot of spam, like in its um, contact box. Uh, a lot of it, like Russian, and some of it's actually kind of fascinating. Um, for some reason, I'm fascinated by like gibberish spam, and I've wanted to do something with it, and I don't know quite know what yet. Um, so sometimes I save it. Uh, and a lot of times it is just for like boner pills and um, uh, weird Russian dating sites that probably don't exist. Um, but well, it seems like they've really gotten their they've really gotten their targeted ads. Oh yeah, oh uh, yeah. My website has uh, ebook and e-reader reviews and Bethesda rants and like, oh yeah, I need to send boner pills to this dude. Um, so yeah, but some sometimes it is fat like it's almost like poetic in a way. It's almost like some William Gibson. Um, I forget what what was the um, Book of the Dead ass poetry where it's just like some machine spit out this jumble of words and like I don't know what to do with it, but I've saved it. Um, so there's that. I mean, you know, that could be that right there could be a better segment possibility than anything I have lined up here. <laughs> um, so do you, do you want to hear the next one? Yeah, absolutely. So the next one is uh, actually inspired by your other podcast. Oh, OK. Yeah. So it's like um, I was thinking, well, for anybody who doesn't know, I don't know if you want to just, you know, maybe plug your other podcast. Sure. Yeah. Um. So, uh, used to do a show called It Doesn't Add Up. Uh, oh, was, is, it, is it not, is it not around anymore? <laughs> uh, well, our last episode was 2017, 2018? No, that's not true. Yes, yes it is. Yes, it is. That, no, that can't be yes. true. Yes, it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Hey, do you want to plug this podcast that hasn't been around in four years? Do you want to oh, know? Okay. Do you want to know the funny thing is that um, it still gets like 
reliably decent traffic. Uh, well, yeah, because like that's a great topic. Like you know, yeah, people love that stuff. I know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> okay, so I didn't realize <laughs> that it, it's been that long. Um, yeah, but, tell me uh, about it. So, so this this was going to be like a, a mini, like less research intensive segment called the conspiracy corner. Sure. Yeah. Um, just thought maybe that you know <laughs> the idea was that it would be in between episodes uh, of of that show. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so okay. there's that. There's <laughs> sorry, sorry, all right, all right. I have this st- I'm sorry. I keep stopping you. I have to stop you again. Um, no, please do. Please, the, please the, stop this. <laughs> It's just, it's just, it's very funny because the problem. <laughs> I'm sorry. The problem is, is that these are good ideas. Uh, the, <laughs> these ideas are so good. Are you not? No, the ideas are so good that I've done them already. <laughs> oh, that you've done them already. Yeah. So you've had a conspiracy segment. I mean, you basically, that's like half of like the topics you come up with anyway. So, 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 so whatever. Well, the whole thing, right? It's like, I've never, I've never listened to the right. show. So, it's, it's, it's a... so this is just a repackaged way for me to plug shit. Uh, so, so since I couldn't do it, doesn't add up uh, on a regular basis because Tori is all, all like insanely busy. Um, I was going to do. Like, whenever I rebranded Dead End Road and launched this, launched it, yeah, quotes, uh, Dead End Road TV, I was going to start producing videos, um, and the videos would be diving into weird shit, and I was going to call them It Doesn't Add Up Minis, um, and then I was also going to get into those on the podcast here, uh, and so we've kind of done that several times with, um, like, the Wayfair conspiracy and uh weird things like that so uh so i i do believe it is a good idea because i've done it um so yeah so you haven't done that i have here um in fact this one is is gonna be a tough sell i think okay uh but i'm gonna try anyway um so it's called uh the segment's called bill's big brother breakdown okay okay Mm -hmm. um so this would require you know a couple hours of of your of your time each week Mm -hmm. um it's it's a segment where you start watching big brother again and uh and we break down uh what happens uh during the uh during the week now now when you say a couple of hours do you mean that that's the time required to watch big brother or that's the time it would take to break down the big brother to watch okay yeah uh-huh. yeah no um, we would try and keep it down to a reasonable amount of time because like what's happening is uh in fact just just this afternoon while we're recording the uh cast reveal came out for the new season uh that's starting on july 7th oh well what do you know um, and, you know i was i was i was thinking about it right and like it's an immensely popular show right like the reality show big brother on cbs very popular yeah the podcast uh there's an opportunity here i think because it's not like flooded with with big brother podcasts like there aren't a ton of them from what i've seen 
Uh-huh. So, you know, this could be like an opportunity uh, for you to sort of expand your expand your uh, your reach. With with Bill's Big Brother breakdown, Bill's Big Brother breakdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like which could mean that you're breaking down the show or you're, you know, having a breakdown while watching. it. Yeah. Me as a big brother is just breaking down. Yes, there's that, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, uh, so um, what do you think? Um, and also, I should add, um, if if I continue to be on the show, mm-hmm. I will be someone who is following uh, Big Brother pretty much around the clock. Um, right. Because they have, if, if you're not familiar, they have a, a live feed, uh, you know, aspect to the show. Where, you know, it airs on TV three times a week, right? Yeah. But there's a 24-7 live feed, which people follow online. And, uh, and yeah, I uh, I keep up with what happens uh, pretty much around the clock. So. Uh, the, the thing is, is that um, this would be a, a great podcast for my, like, mom to host. Um, because she, she's all up in the, the big brother. Sure. Thing. But I thought with you, it would be, it would provide like a fresh perspective, right? Cause you're not someone who usually watches the show. You could sort of right. come at it with a more critical eye, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Critical. So as in, oh man, this shit sucks. Well, like I that mean, kind it would of... be a little bit more nuanced, I'm sure, but... Ah, this shit really sucks. <laughs> okay, so I knew this was going to be a tough one to, <laughs> to sort of... But it's it's really a selfish uh, one right. on my part, because, I, man, I got, I've got so many Big Brother takes, and, and we'll continue to have so many Big Brother takes, and... Uh, and you need some, n- some outlet for them, I, yeah. I need some outlet, yeah. Yeah, so I thought I would throw this in there. It's got the it's um, like alliteration, right? With the right, and yeah, it's catchy Bill's and, Big Brother breakdown, yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm worried that it's, uh, it might not fit the brand. That was my concern. You know? that was my, that was my thing. It's like, yeah, does it, does it quite fit in with, you know, VTube? Yeah, and and um, you know, conspiracies and all that kind of stuff. I don't think it it really does, but uh, you know, and and also like if you don't agree to this, right, mm-hmm. and and the segment doesn't happen, then my backup plan was to just write it in the show notes anyway every <laughs> week, so it like becomes. <laughs> So it becomes sure. its own segment. Sure. Yeah, kind of like override your authority. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, so well, that was my big pitch. Well, I, I was mean, really excited about that one. I guess I guess you could like yeah, try to Trojan horse it. Uh through well, the but show. But the notes. problem there is that you're you're not gonna you're not gonna watch the show, right? You're not gonna watch Big Brother. Um like I don't there's probably no way. Correct. Um, but the thing, the thing, even though, even though, even though the timing is like perfect because the brand new season starts next week and it's like there's no returning players, so it's going to be an entirely new cast. 
Uh-huh. So it's like a, a clean slate, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. But on the other hand, if you think about me not watching it, that could mm-hmm. also be pretty interesting, too. Ah, uh, what? So I just like ramble on about it and then you. Yeah, it's, al- no it's almost it's almost about. it's almost like oral storytelling, you know, it's like it's like, um, you know, well, yeah, you could kind of be like the listener stand in because there, there's the listeners wouldn't have seen Big Brother. Either. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I can be the everyman, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's less fun, though. Maybe, maybe for you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, we could always, we could always, you know, continue this conversation after the show. Sure, we could. Sure. (laughs) Um, maybe we'll workshop it. Is uh, what I'll okay. What I'll leave it with. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the other idea was like this could just be like its own podcast. You know, it could be like a spinoff. That's you know that is an idea. So then, like, it does. It's an that's, idea. that's an idea. Because <laughs> then it, like, doesn't interfere entirely with the brand of, like, what you talk about on this show. Sure. You know, it's, like, its own thing. Yeah. Um, oh, man. But then I got to make another domain and another RSS feed and another. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we'll have to put a pin in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did have a, I did have a couple more. Go for it. Um, so this next one, probably should have run it by you first, but okay. This is the the Tinder trials. Oof. Okay. Yeah. The Tinder trials, where you uh, start using a dating app and you broadcast what your experience is with uh, with the world. You know, I have also thought about this. Yes, but I have like wondered how I can do it without like breaching the privacy of other people. Just wouldn't use like any real names or information, right? But then, like, what do I? What am I? What am I sharing then? Like, what am I? Just like the experience, but you just don't include any real names because like I'll, i've been on you know i've seen on tiktok like people talk about like let me okay let me see if i could pull up because i've seen some shit okay um so maybe maybe this might be this might be a trial run of the of, of the idea right here. Okay. Oh, great. Great. Um so this is this is this is a profile that I've seen on um an, let's 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 say an unnamed app. <laughs> let's so let's not identify literally anything about whatever. Um Sure. I'm into film, dance, music, flow arts, mycology, psychedelics, great vegan cooking, sustainability, the outdoors, God, conspiracies, uh, and then in quotes it says, I don't like saying this one because it's not a fun hobby, reconnection with the higher self, hermetics, ancient history, comparative mythology, and crossing the space-time illusion. And then there's a new paragraph. 
on the trad side of love on the right side of on the right end of the scale might get called a fash sometimes i live to love all and return to source one day Death message if you play osrs which if you don't know what that is that's old school runescape now there's a lot to take in there yeah i'm still processing there's a lot to did take in did, there did, did uh, they um at, at one point there say they might be referred to as a fascist um that's how i took it because they said they said might get called a f a s c yeah i don't know what else that could stand for right? i don't either and it wasn't like capitalized or anything and so normally whenever people say fash they say it's like f-a-s-h like you're fashy um yeah so but i don't know what else and they say uh on the right end of the scale and on the trad side which is like yeah, I have no idea what that means. trad is like traditional like you you return to like uh, wait so does that mean they're being, like being a housewife homophobic uh, it could, it could be, I don't, I don't well, know. The other thing on the right end of the scale, like, what is that supposed to mean? I, the only thing I think of is politics. What, like, what else is that? Oh, like, okay, conservative. Yeah. Like, what else does that re refer to? Right. And definitely message if you play old school RuneScape. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm like regretting this I've, segment. I've seen here. some shit. <laughs> <laughs> you just pulled this up it's like <laughs> like I said I've considered <laughs> considered this like I I I can only turn my life into potentially monetizable content this is what I <laughs> yeah. uh, so you, you, you swiped right on this right I I mean there's there's a, there's only you know there's only one way to <laughs> uh no I didn't if you, if you need content yeah, if you need content yeah. then you're swiping right yeah I, but, uh, no I could I I could not swipe right on the RuneScape trad wife I could not um I could not do that but I did put take God before conspiracies uh yeah they they'd like to return to the source one day. Um, whatever that means. I mean, they're already playing old school RuneScape. Isn't that the source? It's the yeah, origin. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Um, so yeah, I've seen some stuff. So, so it is, it is an idea. Um, this is not going how I expected it. To. <laughs> <laughs> None of this is going how I thought it would. What you did you like? Did you think that they like all these ideas would be rejected or all that they like? I don't know. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, okay. I mean, I had. Well, the next one is kind of. We've already ruined it, but. No. Oh. So the next one is just it's the empty net, and and the, the idea behind that is you designate the just the final minutes of the podcast to discuss anything hockey related ah, shit. uh with the idea being that you don't you know risk losing any any listeners oh uh, well well that's yeah but we already screwed that up shit so. yeah 
Should I put should I put a time should I put a timestamp in like the description? <laughs> hey, if you want to skip the hockey chat, yeah, I mean probably worth it, right? <laughs> Go to twenty twenty minutes in. <laughs> um, yeah. Beyond that, I had uh, well, I, I ran out of ideas at this point, so I just had the new segment ideas segment where I just I just do this every week. I mean, hey, that um, that's all. Yeah, that's also an idea. But that's all. That's some. That's some work on your end. It's yeah. No, that's that's a lot of work. Yeah. I mean, I would definitely put in the work if if you agreed to do Bill's Big Brother breakdown. Oof. Hell, I would start editing the podcast if you if you agreed to do that. So I'd, I'd take over the 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 busy work. Now, so some something to consider. Now, huh? I'm really pushing for it. Ooh. So while I'm editing the podcast, you can use that time you normally spend to uh, to to watch uh, Big Brother oh. and and prepare for. Man, I don't. Oh, I, at first I was like, "Oh, that sounds nice. That frees up that frees <laughs> up some time." And then you just took it right back. Ah, <laughs> oh. yeah, definitely a give and take there. Damn. But um, yeah, my last one, uh, it's just very basic, but it's something that I, I always love when a podcast has it, which is a recommendation segment, which you've probably, probably just done already, but I wanted to mention it because I do love recommendation segments. Uh... Like it's genuinely like my favorite like, podcast I listen to regularly. If they have one, that's my favorite part of it, usually. Yeah. I'm just trying to th- I'm trying to think of a way to differentiate it. From like just like the normal stuff that you bring up. Right. Yeah, it's not really a segment as much of like it just like comes up in conversation. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um Okay, so so you're saying my best one here is a segment that's not really a segment. Well, I'm just trying to see how to basically put a spin on it that isn't just taking it from JRVP also. Well, I didn't call it... I mean, that has a name. I just said recommendations. I didn't actually give it any. Yeah, sure. Um... I mean, we could... Here's here's a potential spin on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be like a recommendation exchange, right? Where like I have to recommend you something, and then you would like watch it or read it or whatever it is, and then you could talk about it on the show the next week, and then vice versa. Okay. And then like for me, my recommendation to you don't, every don't, week don't, would be don't 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 oh yeah 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 <laughs> would be um. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. The big brother. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's that's what I had. No, I I I do like that. Uh, sans the big brother, I do like that. Uh, oh, the, the exchange thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's almost like book clubby. Like. Yeah. Um. 
So that's a possibility then. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think okay. so. Um, All right. I still can't get over 2018. Yeah. Yeah. It has been a the long last... time. I think it was 2018. I could pull up the feed, actually. It was either 2017 or 2018 because time doesn't make sense. What does not? Uh, do, 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 do. Let me go to Pocket Cast because that'll probably be the fastest way. Doesn't that up? Yeah, October 2018 was our Halloween special. So, yeah, it'll be three years coming up, I guess. Big anniversary episode. That'd be nice. Uh, you'd have to talk to Tori. Yeah. Because shit, I've tried. Uh, just but anyway, yeah, that was that busy. was my um, that was my big uh, contribution to the show. Uh, yeah, no, I think there was some good ideas in there. Um, especially the ones I've done. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, no, it was good stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so feel free to move on. Speaking of things that we've maybe both seen, um, I know we're, I want to maybe save evil because we'll probably gush about it for way too long and we've already spent some time today yeah um do you want to talk about the conjuring maybe sure um so i watched this on this is a monday or tuesday i can't remember it's been a week so i watched it this week um this is the third main so line so I... uh conjuring. Yeah, the third main line conjuring film yeah um, I'm just gonna keep talking over you during this. <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry. You're good. Go ahead. Go ahead, please. This is the third mainline Conjuring um, movie, uh, and, and I, I didn't. I have I have a weird uh, thing with this series where um, I like the first one. Uh, I I I di really didn't like the second one, and a lot of people seem to really love that one. Um, and so I I didn't have a lot of expectations for this. I knew it was uh, a different director. Um, it's no longer James. Uh, I don't. Is it Wan or Juan? I probably Juan, right? Juan, yeah. Yeah. Um, because he's he's doing like Aquaman shit, right? Yes. Yeah. Um. And so, and I heard the reception was uh, pretty poor for this. Um, and so I didn't really think much of it, but like the, the, um, the plot, like the plot sounded, you know, interesting. Um, and then, and then you said that it was, you, you, you liked it. So I was like, okay. Okay. No, I was just saying, so it's my fault that you had to watch this film then no i had already downloaded it and then you said it was good oh, okay. so i was like oh then i'll probably watch it um so you were not high on it no i wasn't after i watched it um i was 
like disappointed with what it like turned out to be. Um, okay. So like whenever the plot is like, oh yeah, the the I was gonna call them the Winchesters, but that's the wrong weird people house. Uh, wh- wh- who are they again? The Warrens. Goddamn Warrens. Uh, yeah. The Warrens like, oh yeah, they're they're in the contact with like the first person that claimed that. You know, he didn't do it because he was demonically possessed. It's like, oh, that's fascinating. That was like, I really want to see the Warrens like have to go to court. You know, like that was like the concept of. Go ahead. I really wasn't looking for a courtroom drama out of this film. I was. But yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> that's what I. That's like what I wanted, and like whenever they were like gonna investigate it's like, okay we gotta find a way to get him out of this and like i thought they were gonna kind of start like investigating into that um and so the way it unfolded was like well this is just kind of lame um and to just sort of have it wrapped up like at the end like yeah no he was found guilty or whatever uh this was the first time that happened. Uh, and he got married afterwards. It's like, okay. I think his story was a lot more... Say, a lot yeah, more. That, that part of it was pretty jarring. Um, to have it just like end very abruptly without really anything uh, on the court side of it like resolved in the actual film. Because they like introduced... Like the Warrens, like gonna go talk to like they had to convince that lawyer, and I was like, oh yeah, this is this is pretty, you know. Um. Just like um, the pace was all bizarre. Like it didn't fit, and like all of a sudden they're fighting a witch. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. It just yeah. It was just kind of like it. It was. It ended up being goofy, but not even fun. Goofy. I guess that's where we differ because I I thought it was fun. Goofy. Mm-hmm. For the most part, like I you know I thought conceptually just like an irresistible idea for for a story, right? Like I mean, you even said going into it, like you know first person to be you know using a court defense of you know i was possessed and and you have these two very renowned like you know paranormal investigators trying to to crack the case yeah um and like it did have those investigative elements right like they did have to connect the dots and end up but where they ended up but the where it ended up was just so convoluted I mean, yeah, like, I, I'm not, you like, know, try to avoid spoiler territory, but, like... No, we can go for um, it. Spoilers for the third Conjuring movie. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. No, we can do it, because... I already said that they're fighting a witch, like... <laughs> I think what I appreciated about the way it sort of resolved in the end was that the big fight had a meaning for the two characters' relationship. 
right? No, that was no, some... that was hackneyed as shit. I mean, that was so hackneyed. It kind of worked for me. I don't know. All of a sudden, his like heart condition didn't matter, and he gets to swing the big hammer around for forty minutes. Uh, yeah. Even though they that's did, fun. that's fun though. They, but they did Chekhov's gun of showing the that he forgot the pills, and it didn't matter. That is true. Yeah, they didn't come back to that. Yeah. I guess that was more of like I I guess it was more of like to build tension, like just to remind you that he has this condition, but But it didn't it's, matter. It's weird it's weird that it didn't end up mattering, yeah. Um I don't know. I I had fun with it. I, I should probably say that like I I sort of rate big studio films, especially the horror ones, on a different scale than I would like anything else. Like, I'm not, you know, looking at this in the same way I'm looking at, like, you know, an Ari Aster film or something that's, like, more sophisticated. Um, So my expectation level is, like, different. Like, I'm just looking for something different than I would if, you know, for something like, you know, St. Maud, right? Um, So in I, that way, I'm like, not, I... I'm not looking for, you know, hereditary. I'm... Sure. I'm looking for... I don't know, like, look at the Halloween from a few years ago. Like, something like that. Still haven't seen it. But, yeah. <laughs> it's, but it's yeah, like, um, well done, you know, like, big budget horror. Like, you know what's, you know, I'm not going to say you know the beats, but, like, you, you know what this is. Like, it's, it's a, it's a goddamn blockbuster horror movie. And it, but it's just, it's just done well. Um, yeah, I guess even a more recent example of that would be, at least for me, The Invisible Man from last right, year. Right, right. Yeah. Um, Which is a film that, like, had something to say. It incorporated, like, some interesting, like, science fiction elements almost, and it was extremely well executed. Oh, yeah, that, that, that um, thing was tightly plotted to hell. Yeah, it was, yeah. So this movie is not tightly plotted. No. Um Definitely agree with you there. I just, I feel like I, I don't know. I just, I enjoyed it. Um, I thought the opening like 10, 15 minutes, that whole just like wild over the top, like possession scene to start off the film was like pretty entertaining. Um, you know, I, I like the dynamic between the two leads quite a bit and I, I've liked it throughout the whole series. That's the, that's the only selling point anymore. It, it really is, especially after they lost uh, James Wan, after, you know, he's stopped directing them. He apparently co-wrote the two... did he Did he really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I enjoy seeing them. I did enjoy how they still had something to say about, like, their relationship. Ultimately, like, that's... You know, whether you thought it was, like, forced or not, like, that was still the priority uh, what at did, the end of this film. What did it say you know what I mean? except like, that they love each other? Like, what? Like, well, yeah, like, like, after all they've been through, you know, it's 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 a it's a nice it's a nice moment. Eh, I don't know. It didn't do anything for me. I like the waterbed. That was that was a yeah, that was a tense scene um yeah like they had a few of like interesting horror moments scattered throughout like 
Yeah, I don't know. Just the just the whole witch thing was like this woman can just teleport except whenever she needs to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like she can just kind of like talk. Like it was like Harry Potter shit. It was like I don't know. Yeah, no, not a masterpiece by any means. Um that yeah, the back 30 was bad to me yeah i mean i just you know i had a decent time with it i think my, my expectations were low as well um because of the reception but uh i figured you know i've seen the first two might as well it's saving grace was that it was under two hours honestly definitely helped definitely but helped, at the same yeah. time it's like this could have been a better movie if they like paced it better like the beginning was uh, like slowly plotted, and then the ending is this slapdash of oh, we got we got to we got to go here to do the thing, and we got to uh, oh, this witch is oh, she's all over the place. Oh, we got to uh, oh, the creepy old man. Oh, it's like so maybe with more time, but then it's like no, I don't want this to be over two hours. I don't. So I don't know. I think they were in a like tight situation like lengthwise yeah yeah it's like there was a lot they wanted to squeeze in and they sort of neglected some areas of it and they rushed through others and you know but i you know it's it was an interesting concept um i don't know i had a decent time with it yeah that's fair um I just, I, I don't know if I, like, want any more from this series. So that, that I think I agree with you. Um, I just don't know how much more they can get out of any of it, really. Like, the spinoffs I've, I've mostly avoided. I've seen, like, one or two of them. And yeah, I'd, I'd never, good. I never watched any of that shit. Cause like, and I just... I don't know how many more they can do of these. Um, like, how much do they have left to say outside of, like, whatever case they're doing in that given film, you know? Right. And it, it feels like, and again, I guess this is probably going into, like, it feels like they're setting up, like, oh, there's this network of witch cults. These Satanists. Oh, it's the Satanists are doing all this. And it, but it's like okay, are you superheroes now? It's like oh, you went you went to this other town to go find this girl. It's like like I don't want to say the it sounds so stupid to say the believability of it, mm -hmm. but it's like you want to say that this is based off of real people, and at the end, it's like this witch gets crumpled up into a ball and you're like, that's because you made a deal with the devil. Yeah. I mean, that aspect of it, like, has always been a little bit... And then they just tough. walk away and then, like, the cops are going to show up and what are they going to... How are they going to explain the dead woman and the dead and the dead priest? Yeah. Well, that's because I mean, she made a deal always... with the devil. <laughs> I mean, it's a series that's always been 
very it's it's thought very highly of its main characters like there's never really any sort of criticism about what they do there's never any sort of like you know what i mean like they, yeah. it's 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 like it's they know what they're doing they do it effectively and that's kind of it yeah there's no criticism about like what they believe there could be no no, and anybody who questions them is sort of viewed as, like, not knowing what they're talking about. Right. Or just not being informed. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, you, so don't, believe this... my, you don't believe my wife can transport into the body of a dead girl? <laughs> right. It's right. Like, well, how the hell do I so, know? Like, why do you... T- yeah, so so from that angle, like, I, you know, a fourth movie now, I don't know how much more you can get out of that. Yeah. Without, like, mixing things up pretty dramatically. It's like, yeah, what, are they going to actually, like, fight the devil now? Like, what are you... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's run its course. Is what's... Yeah, that's pretty fair. Pretty fair to say. Is What's-His-Face still pumping out those Insidious movies? Yeah, uh, the dude? I have no idea. Um, I've only ever seen the uh, the original, Me which too. is very good. Because like for a while he was, <laughs> he in like the late twenty, you know, two thousands, he was like doing both. You know, mm-hmm. he was like the horror dude for some reason. Yeah, yeah. At least like the the big studio horror guy. Yeah, yeah. He was like bankable that way. Or do we want to talk about this trailer that you put here? Have you watched it? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna need your I'm gonna need your reaction okay. to this one. So this is sexy Definitely. sexy beasts on Netflix. Yes, new show, new reality show coming to Netflix on uh, I think July 21st. I want to get married. I want to have babies before I'm like 26. Do you have health insurance? What the actual? F- Welcome to the strangest blind date ever. Hey, how you doing? Damn. How are you doing? <laughs> Could you fall in love with someone based on personality alone? What is your ideal woman? Personality for me is everything. Ass first, personality second. You're the best looking devil I've ever seen. This is really weird right now. <laughs> Would you count this as a weird experience for you? Cheers. Cheers. Uh, so, I like your fin. <laughs> <laughs> So what if I pick you and I'm not what you expect underneath? Oh I've kissed this girl and I don't know what she looks like. I'm literally just like in love with the moment. Time has come. This is gonna be really tough for me. I can't choose both of you. I've made my decision. My sexy beast is... There's interspecies relationships happening on my grounds. I won't stand for it. Okay. If you're just listening to this and you haven't actually seen the yeah the trailer, um, if it sounds like their their voices are muffled, that's because they are all uh, dressed up in like animal prosthetics. But just the just the head. Yes, I mean there is like a costume element to it. Like it's 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 all coordinated, but yeah, just the head is 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 animal. So, 
I get I get the premise of oh you don't know what they look like so are you being superficial or are you going to get to know this person blah 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 blah. Yeah, like blind dating. Yeah, why why do they have to be uh, an animal though? I mean, like you could put a, a great you could question. put a bag on their head and accomplish the same thing. You could, but that wouldn't be as visually interesting as as what this. Interesting is one word for it. I mean, it's like, you know, the the Netflix algorithm pumped out, uh, you know, The Masked Singer and The Bachelor, you know, two popular shows. And they're like, how do we right. how do we combine the two, basically? Oh, um, but it's not. But it's not a furry thing. No, um, but it would be very interesting if somebody like was a contestant on the show and they were like into that, like this was their thing, you know? But the thing with the furries is that they're like, they don't look like real animals. And these are like, like trying to be like, like human hybrid looking yeah, you, the one guy there is 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 just the cowardly one from the Wizard of Oz. Like, there's it's just what he is. Like the dolphin girl. Like has like a. You know, like a dorsal fin. Yeah. Like it's. So I don't think the furries would be into it because their whole deal is like the, the fact that it looks like a mascot. Yeah, too realistic, too, uh, yeah, too realistic for them. Yeah. So then who is it for? That's a good question. I don't know. And honestly, like, this is kind of the reason I added this, Um, you know, it's, it's a funny trailer, but I also, it made me think like, like a bigger question of, of like, what is Netflix making nowadays? You know, like, what are they doing? Just, just what are they doing? Um, because I don't really know anymore. And I haven't for for a while. Yeah. I think that this will be like it's the most expensive thing is like obviously the the makeup. So like this the, Yeah, no, it's an, it's another cheap reality yeah, show. It's, cheap, it's cheap to by, by cheap I mean like monetarily like it's 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 inexpensive to Yeah, exactly. It, it doesn't cost much to make. So they can just shit it out. That's why they have like yes, five different dating shows now. It's because yes, they do. It's because they're cheap as shit to make. And but then why are they like spending a hundred million dollars on a one-off like blockbuster movie? I don't. And then like why are they? Because we were talking about this. Um, recently that that show manifest yeah yeah which as of like two days ago was still still after like weeks the number one thing on that netflix like top 10 list and it's an nbc show and they you know netflix acquired the the previous seasons of it and then nbc just canceled it and netflix is they passed on it they passed on making more of it 
And it's the number one thing. If you believe their metrics, it's the number one thing on their platform. Netflix passed. And they passed. Netflix passed on it. I I... The same thing happened with another NBC show called Good Girls, which was also just canceled because NBC is like just like canceling everything they have. Right. Um, but that was also another show that performed well on Netflix when it arrived. Um, and they passed on that too. So I just don't understand like any of their business decisions anymore. Like I know we're we're past the idea of Netflix having like an identity as like, you know, with the, the stuff that it makes. It's just like make everything. You just like throw stuff out there every single week. Like I know that, but it's just some of these decisions just don't make any sense to me. That's you know why I don't work in that's why I'm not an executive, right? But like I don't know, it's just <laughs> very confusing netflix is becoming like the uh like the store brand of tv and movies you know yeah yeah it's like they're the equivalent of like the basic cable um you know made for tv film that you would see right and like if you look at like but anime they, they literally do make... that for anime adaptations yeah so it's like there's that, but then they also get Scorsese and like, you know, all these, they, they, they make these big awards contenders. Well, I mean, so they don't just, make them. They just, well, they, 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 they just put money. Them, into yeah. It. They just hand out, like they write the check, but sure. because they want the prestige of that, but then they need, they need you to keep your sub. They need your subscription. Mm -hmm. And the movies don't do that. Right. You're done with the movie in two hours. Or if it's a Scorsese That's movie, true. six hours. Um, But so you stick around for because you, you know, just throw on all this absolute garbage. And after seven episodes, they ask if you're still there. That's all Netflix is. So, that's, this is the equivalent of Netflix asking if you're still there. It's all this garbage. It is, yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, are you guys still subscribe? I guess I guess their their prestige uh, ambitions have just shifted entirely to the film side because it seems like they've abandoned it on the TV side. Right. Because yeah, when was the last like? And I don't even mean like decent like or like watchable show i mean like when was the last good show on netflix like original not not I mean, even the first one that comes to mind is the queen's gambit back in you know, yeah. last fall yeah um and you know they do have the crown but i i don't really consider that because that's like old older netflix that's like before they've you know I got, I that's when they were setting people. out to make their prestige shows um yeah, I can't really. I mean, there's. The Witcher, uh, I guess. There's The Witcher. Yeah. They do. Um, but I think we're probably coming on like two years really good since shows. the first season. Yeah. Yeah. They do. They do pick up good shows from other places. Like there's this comedy uh, feel good that, that um, the second season came out recently on Netflix. But that was a BBC show. Right. That they picked up. So stuff like that. But it just seems like they're aspirations to like you know be a big emmy contender 
year in year out have just fallen by the wayside in favor of sexy beasts. Yeah. I don't know. I just I just find it interesting, uh, especially because now there is so much more competition in the streaming landscape. Um, just kind of interesting to follow, like what Flix is doing. Yeah, I think this is the shit that is like designed to trend. This is the shit that is designed to get the gifts going, like. Oh, absolutely. Like, this is this shit that, you know, like, it... It's designed to get people to post the trailer in their podcast show notes so that they'll talk about it on their show. Right. Yeah, and I've fallen right into that trap. Right. It's it's the same reason why, uh, like, like if, if Bo Burnham's special wasn't on Netflix and it, it wasn't done in the way that Netflix promotes, promotes their comedy specials, it would wouldn't have had as like the same impact that it did in the exact same way and that's not to say that it's a different piece of work than it is it's just that it wouldn't have um exploded the same way that it did if it was on amazon um that's you know like people when people talk about streaming a lot of people will just they will substitute the word streaming for Netflix, you know? Right. Like for like Netflix is just like by default, the thing. Right. And it's, it's remained that even though there are so many other options. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting to a point where, um, well, there's obviously too many of them. Um, and yeah, there are (laughs) like, like talking to my parents, they they can't keep up. They don't know where things are. They don't. They don't understand why they can't get their episodes of Discovery, even though they have a satellite subscription. And it's because, like, you had to tell me that oh, that's because HBO picked up Discovery. You know, it's like well, oh, okay, like like all of these, like deals and mergers and like all like CBS like has two services basically. I know we're not going to get into evil in this episode, but like that's a perfect example because you need to subscribe to their Paramount subscription service to watch the new season. However, when you get there, you realize that the first season isn't even on that platform. It's on, I believe, Netflix because they license it out. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, you have like cases where South Park which airs on comedy, like new episodes air on Comedy Central still, I think. I don't think that's changed. Um, I know that the, um, like the quarantine specials that they had were like immediately put on HBO Max. Really? I'm not sure if that applies. Yeah, I'm not sure if that will apply to like full seasons though. Interesting. So yeah, so like yeah. that, Comedy Central is a Viacom property, which is owned by... CBS Paramount that whole deal but they had already licensed South Park to HBO so all of South Park is on HBO and not Paramount yeah that's actually the problem with Paramount Plus as a whole it's not essential right now because it's not essential to subscribe to it 
because most of their content has been already been licensed out to other services. Right. So like half the stuff on there you can find somewhere else. That that was And the only reason the only reason you would want Paramount is to watch one of their like specific originals like Evil or The Good Fight or something like that. Yeah, that that was the Or 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 Big Brother. Wow. So that's on Par- that that's anyway. on Paramount. That's not on the CBS All Access. Well, CBS All Access is Paramount. That's they, the the name change. They did roll it in. They folded it in. Okay. Yeah, they folded it in. Because for a while yeah. there was they were separate. Right now it's all it's all in one. Yeah. See, because that they they're having the same problem that NBC had, which is that they licensed out all their shit. Yep. But. Paramount's later to the game, even even more so than NBC is, and NBC is extremely late to the game. Like, do you do yes. you know a single soul that is subscribed to Peacock? I do not. Yeah, n- nobody nobody's subscribed to Peacock. NBC is gambling Be- all of it on the fact that people really want to watch The Office still. Yeah. Uh. Meanwhile, people only watched The Office because it was already available to them on Netflix. Yeah, it's the convenience of it. And it's the same thing with Seinfeld. Like, Seinfeld is now no longer on Hulu. It's going to be on Netflix. Oh, it's not. So they're trying to fill that fill that void. Yeah. And I would imagine Seinfeld will have quite a resurgence, too. Right. It, as as yeah. it did whenever it was on Hulu, like as it wasn't anywhere for yep. the longest time, and then it was on Hulu. So, but there's like there's like a weird like few month gap where Seinfeld uh, doesn't exist anywhere. So like right now it's removed from Hulu, but it is not yet on Netflix. <laughs> so there is a there is currently a vacuum. Um, it's really hard for like anyone to just keep up oh it's 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 madness it's absolutely madness i mean i feel like i'm pretty i'm pretty tuned into this stuff and i still like have to search for where something is half the time right like we keep going back to evil and we'll probably have to talk about we will talk about it next time because i really want to get into it but like i had no idea when that show was coming back because it had been like two years since the first season um yeah and i had no idea where it was going to be i thought it was going to be on cbs proper because that's where the first season aired it aired on television uh yep. so yeah and i'm fairly certain they filmed it with the intention of it being on cbs but things change after that. right so yeah it's it's chaos it is and it's it's gonna be i don't know like the, the, now there's talk of like mergers happening again you know where like hbo max like they find that they can't still can't quite compete so they're trying to like team up with uh you know other other platforms to sort of create even more of a monster platform i mean it it makes sense because it's it's going to end up being the case where it's going to it's going to be disney and warner like it always is like yeah i have i have a feeling that netflix is going to spend its way into debt and one of the two is going to scoop it up. I can see that happening. I, 
sexy beasts that that will really keep keep your service afloat in my opinion i don't even i don't know what the last thing i watched on that like like series i watched on netflix it might have been queen's gambit honestly yeah there's just so much so much bad stuff to 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 sort to sift through you know? yeah it's yeah it's like it's basically like the new um like you said like basic cable it's like the new like tlc or something yeah they even have that um very popular um like real estate sure yeah and just nothing but like sh just shitty shitty documentaries just awful and also some oscar winning documentaries right and and the problem is that you don't know which is which totally totally yeah like it requires it requires effort to watch something good on netflix like you are not just going on there and, and, and browsing and, and finding something that looks interesting like you can do that and i'm sure a lot of people do but you know no it's a it's have fun with that it's a goddamn hunt mm -hmm. and it's not just the cat it's it really not is. just the casual scrolling for oh i can't find anything right now it's no like i need to like Go in, actually make a concerted effort. Maybe I'll maybe I'll need to search for something. Maybe I need to like, like oh, okay, let's see if they have this, and then look for something that's related to this, and like, like it's just ah. I don't know why I always say this, but you should subscribe to the Criterion Channel and just leave it at that. Probably. I mean, that's not true because. The stuff on, stuff on Criterion takes a very specific, like, mood to be in. Because you have to, you have to, like, you know you're getting into something that's going to be, like, dense usually and requires your full attention. So I'm not going to act like I'm sitting here watching the Criterion channel every night because that's just not true. Yeah. But uh, but it is, it is invaluable to have something like that. Um, you know, when all these, when you have like HBO Max and Netflix coming out with some of the stuff they come out with. Right. But yeah, that was uh, Sexy Beast. I, I Sexy had Beast. to throw that in there. You tuning in? Uh, no. I think, I think that this is a show where uh, they want you to just watch the first episode. I, 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 <laughs> I bet you the first episode is like... Like everything that was in that trailer? Well, yes. I Probably everything that was in the trailer and also like the one that, that like probably edited the best, like the, the one that was like put the most effort into and the rest of it is just yeah. like, ah, who gives a shit? I actually heard they got Scorsese to come in and okay. direct the, the first the first episode only <laughs> yeah. of, of Sexy Beast. <laughs> that was part of his deal. That was part of his contract. Yeah. Um. He was very. He didn't know about it though. He was very angry. Oh, God. Oh yeah, but I did have a an important question though related to mm -hmm. this, related to Sexy Beast. That is, of course. Which is, you know, you're. Let's say you're cast on the show. Me, yeah. Yeah, you. You specifically. Don't ask are me. Cast don't ask me show. what animal. Don't ask me what animal. Well, that of course, of course, I'm going to ask that. That's you. You're cast on the show, and you meet with the um, with the make the the head makeup 
designer or you know whatever that person's job title do you, is do you get to pick or they just give it give you something i'm sure that they just give you something but in this scenario you get to pick <sighs> so so what are you what are you choosing oh i don't know um see see that like it's a minefield it's like like <laughs> it really is you see I, I was thinking i was thinking rhinoceros okay but then i'm like oh no because no 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 you're horny like there's well there's that but then there's also like power dynamics and relationships you're overthinking it and <laughs> okay we don't never mind i don't want to i don't want to get into that but um so yeah you just you don't know you're not giving no, see, me an answer no, no see like you can't you can't really go horse either you know like, cause it's it's Why? too loaded. It's too loaded. Like y you 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 end up like if there's one horse girl in the entire group, you're done for. Wait, what do you mean horse girl? Oh my god. Okay, I mean okay, I mean horse girl in the in the sense that we know it, not a uh, a girl that looks like a horse. Oh, I thought you're saying like you know all the contestants are like get together in a room for the first time and you the ma the the male horse yeah uh looks across the room at, at the the female no horse no no no, no. Like instant no, no 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 i mean a girl that is obsessed with horses because she rode horses since she was a little girl so that sounds like a really good strategy then to be the no horse. no you don't want a horse girl i mean i why why not Cause they're not oh my horse girls are no, 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 no. Okay, I guess I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Horse, mm -mm, no. So so horses are out. Rhinoceros is out. Um, I don't know, birds? And they wouldn't, they wouldn't, they wouldn't allow um, my suggestion of peacock because of, of branding right, issues. Right, right, exactly. I was going to say birds are too showy. It was what it was, I was going to say. Um, yeah. But yeah, you can't do any brand deals. You can't be like, and you probably can't do a tiger either because of Tony the Tiger. Like you can't avoid. You have to avoid the mascots. Well, I mean, also who who would want to compete with Tony? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So you can't do any mascots. Um, this is it's it's tough. It's tough. It is tough. Yeah. Oof. So are we covering the show? On the on the podcast, what should, we doing the, the episode oh, it, episode breakdowns? Is, is this our is this our first um, recommendation? Is this is this what it's? And then we watch it, and then we have to. Oh no, I wasn't going out that direction because I honestly like I wouldn't do that to you. I wouldn't I wouldn't force you to watch Sexy Beasts. Oh, what, what, do we want to just watch the first episode and then come back with a sure. report? Yeah, we could do that. Okay, yeah. It's July twenty first, so it's I mean, weeks my YouTube recommendations are, as we've discussed, so far gone. And let's just do it to my Netflix. Let's just great. Let's just mess it up. So yeah, I guess uh, <laughs> tune in next week, <laughs> where we'll talk about uh, <laughs> evil, which is <laughs> tremendously well done. Yeah, it, it really sucks that we just toss aside like. Show. Just a fantastic, a fantastic piece of TV. 
um, to talk about uh, sexy, sexy beasts. beasts. I know, but like I want to give it enough space, and I'm like, oh yeah, we can talk about sexy beasts next week. <laughs> just, just stack those two back to back next week. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we should get out of here. Okay. <sighs> All right. Uh, thank you for listening. If any absolute psychopaths listen to this, um. We'll be back again this week, like I said, with uh, some more. Um, and if you're somehow listening, like on YouTube or whatever, uh, we're, we're available everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any podcast app you like. Um, you can follow me at Dead End Road uh, everywhere. You can follow him at Dead End Road, yep. And, and stay tuned uh, for the Big Brother coverage <laughs> happening all summer long. Yeah. It's it's a hot one. Expect the unexpected. Um, That's right. My name is Julie Chen Moonves. Yep, yep. She's got to get it in there because she's sticking up for that that lovely gentleman. It's yeah, it's great. Yeah, that's rough. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, check out. Aren't you glad I just uh, I just totally disrupted your outro? Oh, for it's, that? it's so it's good. It's great. I love Julie. Julie's the best. I'm still getting used to this whole podcast thing. I've I've just been talking over you more this week than last week, actually. It's. Uh... What are you gonna do? It's fine. Um, you know the. I don't even know how much I'll have to edit out because of Discord. The Discord like just like completely shitting the bed. It's funny. It seems to like this is the problem with Roger too. Is like one week it'll be perfect. Next week, shitting all over the place. The next week after that, perfect. So uh, for the sexy beast episode, I expect no issues whatsoever. Thanks. At least it at least it uh, it works when it matters. Right, exactly. Um, check out the website uh, denro.co. Um, by the time this one goes up, I'll probably have streamed more Nocturne because it's Thursday the first, and I plan on streaming on tomorrow the second. So uh, check out the archives of that. You can find archives on the YouTube. Just do a search for Denro TV because we don't have like an official URL for that because I don't honestly know how to get that on YouTube. Um, yeah, we have a Facebook page too, Dead and Road TV. Uh, that's probably everything. Oh yeah, the email because <laughs> we're gonna do the mail-in uh, segment. Yeah, video at deadandroad.co. Um, yeah, that should do it. All right, time to end this sucker. Uh, we will see you next week. Thank you so much. See ya.